0: Hi, and welcome to Soloish, a Washington Post podcast about being unmarried, but far from alone. I'm your host, Lisa Bonos, and I run a post blog, also called Soloish, all about single life. I don't know about you, but I've spent a lot of time being single, most of my 20s and now in my early 30s. I enjoy it most of the time, but I've never been a huge fan of the word, single. Now that marriage is getting less common and happening later in life, we need a better word. Single is a term that belongs on a census form or a healthcare claim, but it doesn't say much about my life other than, yep, I'm not married, and there's so much more to being single than the absence of a partner. Soloish means, yes, my life is my own, but I share it with others too. Friends, family, coworkers. Sometimes there's a special someone, but often there's not. You might feel soloish if you're in a serious relationship but have no interest in marriage. Divorced folks, single parents, and widows are all soloish. On this podcast, we'll bring you stories and conversations about the joys and conundrums of the soloish life. We've gabbed about relationship deal breakers and what it's like to date when you have no intention of getting serious. And I'm excited for more. If you have a topic you'd like us to explore, you can find me on Twitter at LisaBonos. Hi, this is Lisa Bonos. Welcome to Soloish, a Washington Post podcast about being unmarried but far from alone. I'm here today with Craig Shatner, a 30-year-old Washingtonian who says he's been single in D.C. for about four years. And The Post recently published a docuseries he's working on about dating in D.C.,
1: Imagine you're a single woman reading through this profile. Six foot two male, gainfully employed, creative, exercises, perhaps obsessively, owns a place, likes to cook, loves his family, a strong man with a sensitive side, funny, cute, bearded. Sounds like a real catch, right?
0: So Craig, when you ask people on the street to describe DC dating in one word... In that first segment, the answers you got were pretty depressing.
1: Yeah. If you could uh, summarize dating in D.C. in one word, what would it be?
0: Hard. Difficult. It's really just sad. It's like the city full
1: of people who genuinely are scared by emotion.
0: So I'm wondering, how would you describe Washingtonians' approach to dating? Do you think it's difficult?
1: Um, I think it's difficult, but I I think... It's, it, there's so much of it. There's, it's like a thing here. Dating is, um, it's a big topic. So I feel like there's always, there, there's there's no lack of dating here. Um, but there,
0: isn't that true for any big city?
1: Right. I think what makes it different and what some people hit on was that um, maybe the, the, the transience, the lack of emotion. I don't think that's the case. Um, but I do think he, people here may be a little um, more quick to judge. Uh, just just based on the overwhelming majority of people come here for jobs that are um, somewhat, like, focused on making tough judgments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that relates to people who just are very quick to judge sometimes. Uh, but a lot of people, I just want to say, did say dating was fun. I did interview a couple people, and um, that wasn't the majority. But there is a lot of people here who think it's, it's easy because there's, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of access, a lot of great places to go. Uh, so there are those people there, too.
0: Yeah, I think... I would be in that category of saying, like, yeah, it's difficult, but I think it's fun. And also, I tend to think that dating is probably hard everywhere. I've been in D.C. for 10 years. Um, I've been single the entire time. I've also, this is the only place I've dated outside of college, which I think is, like, a totally different experience, right? Yeah. Now, I feel like we should be upfront about how we know each other.
1: <laughs> Craig. Um, I was wondering if this was going to come up. <laughs>
0: Um, I have you in my phone as Craig J Swipe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which refers to You're where at least, we met. At least right, JS
1: in my phone. Uh, I like to abbreviate a lot, so you just get the JS. But that's fine. Same thing.
0: So we met on J Swipe, probably early January ish. <laughs> is that about right? Yeah. And pretty quickly made arrangements to get drinks in the neighborhood. We both live in Adams Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, proximity is a big thing for me because I really don't want to schlep to Arlington. I don't blame you. <laughs> and I think our first date was at Roofer's Union mm-hmm. in M's, Morgan. And then a couple days later, we met up sort of impromptu mm-hmm. for some fa. And then what happened next?
1: <laughs> that's kind of, that's where it ended. Um, end of story there. And, and that's, I feel like how a lot of things happen here. I think what happened next was... You know, you have fun with someone, you kind of test it out, and then you just don't, you know, if you're not, like, that excited about it, you don't know where to go from there. Um, you know, sometimes it's if someone else asked for, for another date, or, you know, if I wrote you and you wrote me, who knows if the other person would have said, well, I had fun, but I wasn't interested. Um, but I think we kind of mutually decided that we had a you know, good time. But um, I just, you know, you're right, it's one of those scenarios where people say, Maybe there just wasn't a connection. And I feel like that's not good enough. I feel like that's an answer I've been giving. And I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if that's more a problem just with me because I keep not feeling connections with people. Hmm. Um, But I think a lot of people hear that, especially from men. I don't want to speak for all men here who, who are dating women, but I do think a lot of men go through that. And a lot of women have to hear that.
0: You say you don't want to speak for all men. I, I yeah. mean,
1: I, don't, I can't speak for all men, okay. but I will. Men who are single dating mm-hmm. women in D.C. I think a lot of us um, or a lot of people in that situation will, will, will go through that same kind of process. I think in our situation, I had a really good time on our dates. I thought they were fun. I thought we had a good conversation. Um, I, think, I, I think that uh, there were some differences in, in what our passions are. Uh, I remember saying I don't really read the news that much and there was this this awkward silence. Um and I it was I just felt like um that, that was gonna be an issue that I wasn't mm. really into uh, reading the news. Um, so
0: Oh yeah. not necessarily. I mean
1: you do work for the post and I can't I mean, which is amazing. I just
0: <laughs> It's I, a big faux pas. <laughs> um I go on a lot of dates where guys say like, way up front, I don't read the Washington Post. I read the New York Times. And that almost hurts me more than I don't read the news. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, but, okay, so real quick, can I give my perspective of oh, the yeah, end please. of that second date? I would
1: love to.
0: We said goodbye. It was pretty cold out, I think. Mm, yeah. Um, so I was probably DC, eager January, to get right? inside um, mm-hmm. when you walked me home. But I did... We did talk about going out again. I think I remember you saying. Um, it'd be great I remember to see. asking
1: you what you were doing that weekend, and you said, "Well, I'm free." So I think you, did, you put you put the ball in my court, and I, I left the ball there. <laughs> I left uh, the ball there. Yeah.
0: And you said, "I'll give you more advance notice next time," which I thought was very thoughtful because we were sort of ad hoc arranging this thing, mm-hmm. like. I think we had both been at work pretty late, and we were texting. And you we were like, "Have you eaten yet?" And I was like, "No, I'm still on the bus home from work." And it was like after 8 p.m. Right. And um, and then we decided to meet up somewhere right then. And I was like, "Whoa, I don't normally do this. Just like meet <laughs> someone like, you know, that moment. I didn't want to seem too available, but I yeah. also was available. So yeah. like, that's fine, Lisa. Go get it. go get <laughs> go get some quick go I get some dinner. That's
1: a good point, though, too. I, I've you know a lot of people here. It's it's a time issue too. It's like." Wait, it's so weird that someone's going to ask me to do something yeah. like right now, but I have nothing to do, so let's just make it happen.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciated that, and yeah. um, it felt a little bit more real than all this, like, oh, we must arrange a time and mm-hmm. um, a, a place equidistant between where we live and all of that. It was just, like, quick and, and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes, if I, I think sort of, we, even though we didn't say Hey, mm-hmm. not really feeling it. I think there probably was, like, a similar, like, oh, nice guy. I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't overwhelmingly feeling it. But if you had asked me out a third time,
1: I probably would have gone. Well, that is, is good to know. But I, So that was, that was the beginning of this, this whole era of me, like, looking into what I'm doing wrong. And I started realizing this was happening a little bit too much. Where what be was happening too much? Going out on, on dates, going on J. I just You're my first J-swipe date. You're my first J-swipe yeah, date. So high five. High five on that one. Um, but we, um, you know, I t- Tinder. I think one week, like, after that, I had a J-swipe date, a coffee meets bagel date, a Tinder date, and a Hinge date. Wow. So not only was I just spending insane amounts of money, but I was just like, how can I possibly get, you know, like, be into this?
0: I think... That, you know, if you would ask someone to characterize, like, what do you see dating is like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say honestly that, yes, there are all these really fun, cool, interesting people here. But how often is there like immediate attraction? Maybe not so often. And then how long do you let do you let it go and to see whether or not that grows Mm
1: -hmm. in terms of like waiting for how long to see if it grows? See, my my opinion and I make judgments very fast. I think we all do. Uh, but I have a problem with sticking with them because I think you really you'll size a person up immediately. And then if everything goes well, like personally and you're meeting, you know, you feel like you have a connection during the date. I think, um, you know, like you'll give it another chance, mm-hmm. um, even if it's like, well, they're very pretty. But, um, you know, I'm, there's not this overwhelming attraction at, at first sight. Um, but I, I generally think two dates after that, if it's not like if some, some connection hasn't struck you, yeah. I have to trust my instinct at some point. A lot of people are like, just go on another date with someone. I'm like, well, one, you know, it's time, it's money, it's a lot of those things. And you're putting yourself out there. But but two, it's like I just have to trust myself. I have to, if I, if I'm not feeling it, sometimes you're just not feeling it.
0: Well, I wouldn't say you're doing anything wrong necessarily. Um, not to get all Hunger Games on you, but the odds are ever in your favor, Craig. <laughs> not sure you hear too many single men um, complaining about DC. Uh, you know,
1: it's funny. Okay, I, if you don't mind me responding to, I think you're, yeah. you're completely right. Like the odds are definitely in our favor, but it creates this de- this shift. I think not a shift of power, but more of a shift of like you know if women find that one you know that good man because mm-hmm. you know there're fewer of us and maybe even fewer quality ones within the bunch of men that are here looking for women um, and once they do i think it, it they'll maybe latch on a little more quickly than they normally would as of, mm-hmm. you know if you if there's less of a pool of okay. of things you want to you know catch yeah. once you find that fish in there you're going to yeah. hold on to that fish you're not going to throw it back there as easily and i think that turns off some men like Does that the, happen to you a lot? That happens to me, I think. it's like if a, if a person uh, seems to show a lot of interest right away, I think that's you know personally a, a problem I'm dealing with. It's like yeah. obviously commitment issues, but it's also something that's happened frequently where I think someone doesn't really know me that well after two yeah. dates and if they're showing too much interest, you know it it, it, it it's a it's a red flag a little bit.
0: okay. Um, there's a balance between like showing interest and showing too much interest because you're you know, if you don't show any interest then nothing will happen Exactly. right so yeah. all right well thanks craig
1: i appreciate you having me
0: next up let's chat with alex matthews a 28 year old woman who has been in dc for about a year and a half she was married and then got divorced in her mid-20s she also appears in some of craig shatner's videos and is a friend of his hi alex hi Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. You said something in, in the video that felt spot on to me about the D.C. dating scene.
2: I feel like people here want to be single, but they also want to connect. Like they want to, they do for a minute.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They connect for a minute and then it's on to the next. In your
0: experience, what does that connecting for a minute look and feel like?
2: for me the excitement of meeting someone new and learning all about them Mm -hmm. and playing having fun you know just kind of exploring the city together especially as a new person to the city
0: yeah
2: um is so energizing and then i think that at some point you say okay i want to you know pursue a romantic relationship with this person or you know it could take anywhere from five minutes to years to make this or a few dates to a year years mm-hmm. to make this decision i want to be romantic with this person be in a committed relationship or oh, i don't really like them that much and you know that was cool but there's really nothing there or god this person's awesome i really like them um but i want to. i just want to be friends because that's kind of the place i am in my life right now mm-hmm. and i think very quickly we assess those things in this fast-paced life you know where everyone's walking around with a, a cell phone in front of them. You know, they lead everything with a cell phone. They lead conversation with a cell phone. They lead the direction they're walking in with a cell phone. It's, everything is so interactive all the time, mm-hmm. including our relationships. So I meet someone, and I'm like, you're awesome. Wow, you're doing really cool things. You're writing, you're doing this blog. You're even in friendships with you. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. You know, we could totally be friends. Yeah. But do we have the time to hang out together? I don't know. Maybe.
0: Maybe. I have a lot of friends, Alex.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would love to. i met you. You're like, super cute and you're super smart and like, you know, we're around the same age yeah. and into, in, into the same things. Like, you could, you could do that in a friendship yeah. way. Like, I meet girls all the time and colleagues all the time. And same thing with dating. I meet someone, I'm like, wow, you're super cute. You're really smart. You're doing cool stuff. But like, will we continue to make time for each other? Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Do you feel, like I guess in a dating atmosphere, there's more of that pressure to decide like, okay, are we gonna hang out again next week? Like if you and I just like hung out and got a drink, I don't think either one of us would necessarily be like, okay, okay what's next? Yes. That would feel like maybe a little <laughs> bit much. But dating is a different animal. Um, do you like? Do you feel that pressure to I feel decide awkward. quickly how you yeah, feel?
2: I feel awkward. Like after, I think that I present well on a first date, and I'm really enthusiastic, and I'm real bubbly, and I'm really excited, and I'm doing all this stuff. And I think sometimes unfairly, the other person thinks it's about them.
0: What's about them? That the my excitement, excitement is? my
2: enthusiasm, um, and then they're like, "What happened? Hmm. Why? You know, that was so fun." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm always having fun. <laughs> like that's 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 what that's what I like. That's the way I live my life." Yeah. Um. And I think that I feel awkward at that moment when I think very quickly I go, this person's so nice, but, you know, I don't know that I have, I don't know that I'm, I have the space in my life for them. Nothing wrong with them. Yeah. Attractive, smart, doing cool stuff, but I don't know. There's, like, something, There's something like at the end of the day when you're tired when you could just lay on the floor and stare at your ceiling. Or you could call someone and be like, hey, do you want to come over and lay on my floor and stare at the ceiling with me?
0: You make these quick connections, and then do you ever decide you want to spend more time with somebody? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I do, and I, I've, been, I've actually been called out on this several times mm-hmm. you know, through dating different people where they say, you, know, you pulled me in, and you wanted to see me all the time, and then all of a sudden, like we turned a corner, and I don't know where you went.
0: Was it because you had another connection like that with somebody else? or uh,
2: Maybe, yeah, and there's only so much space in my life yeah. for that, and yeah. sometimes I don't handle those transitions well. To me, a committed relationship means we're getting married. Wow. Yeah. So for me, I don't want to be married until I'm married again. So, (laughs) you know, I don't want to be doing those things that you do until I'm like, I'm going to marry this person and I don't even know if I want to do that again. Yeah. Or it's not even in in my mind about something that's happening in my immediate future. So I think that is very, it's kind of unfair to some people sometimes, but I think that we move so quickly what you might see in you know years of dating someone or 6 months of dating someone you can shrink down to 5 dates
0: how do you how do you assess that
2: i could see and maybe like it could maybe take 2 seconds of looking at someone and shaking their hand or looking in their eyes and i think oh you know i probably talked to you for 5 minutes and never mm-hmm. talked to you again they could be perfectly fine i just don't feel any chemistry or it could be yeah, I'll go out to dinner with you, and then you go out to dinner, and you're like, "Nah, I just want to go home and like put my pajamas on and you know curl up with my dog and stare at the ceiling." Or it could be like, "What's on your ceiling?" Oh, nothing, it's just white, <laughs> it's just like nothingness, and I love to lay on the floor and stare at it. <laughs> and you know you really like someone if you're like, do you, wanna, do you wanna come lay on my floor and hang out?
0: I mean, it's the equivalent <laughs> of, do you wanna come over and hang out and do nothing? Well,
2: I don't have a TV, okay. so I, and okay. I don't have Wi-Fi in my house. Oh, so, wow. Um, in my little studio apartment, so I think that's my equivalent of, do you wanna watch TV? It's like, you wanna stare out the window with me and do nothing? Like, that's when you really like somebody. <laughs> It sounds kind of romantic. But it could take, you know, it could take a minute. It could take several dates. It could take several months. Um, And then all of a sudden, I can't put my finger on it, but it's like, it's like, okay, we've done this. So you and...
0: Craig, who made this video, dated for a while,
2: right? We did, I met him, he's my first friend. He's still, to this day, one of my best friends. Um, How did you guys meet? I met him at Vita. Oh. He's the only straight man there.
0: It's not true, well, it <laughs> might be true. <laughs> um,
2: and I saw him from across the gym, and I, he, we smiled at each other, and he was just so cute, and so fit, and so tan. And then he came up to me as I was walking out, and asked me if I would like a smoothie. And I said, "Yeah, because they're like ten dollars. and very <laughs> Those expensive, yes. and, uh, and he was so cute. And we had the best time. We walked over to Whole Foods and we both did our grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. and then I offered to give him a ride home. Nice. Um, and and then we planned to meet up. and we became buddies, like immediately. Yeah. And it was just friendship. and yeah. then, you know, and then it, and then as sometimes as often male-female relationships yeah. go, it, you know, became more than friendship. And then I was like, you know what? I love you. You're awesome. Um, but I just, I just want to be friends. And then we didn't talk for a few months and then we became best friends again.
0: Hmm. (laughs) That transition always fascinates me.
2: I have a lot of those transitions. How (laughs) did it, when you
0: told, so something happened at some point where it was like clearly romantic. Yeah. And then, um, how did you communicate that that maybe wasn't what you were looking for?
2: Um, He's really good about talking about his feelings. Yeah. And he was like, if you don't want to be with me you know, in a relationship, then I want you to tell me. Okay. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And you're lovely and intelligent and you know, kind and yeah. awesome. But I just, I don't want to do that.
0: And how did he take it?
2: Um, really well. Uh, he was like, okay, I don't want to see you for a little while. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and then he dropped one of the sweetest notes I've ever had written to me in my mailbox. Oh, what did it say? Um, that uh, I had kind of just kind of exposed him to some new ideas, and he really valued our friendship, and that he uh, he thought I was a special one, and he would love to be friends. Mm-hmm. And I called him immediately and asked him if he wanted to go to Bar Charlie's and, and get some cocktails.
0: Thanks for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much. My pleasure.
0: Since we last spoke with Craig, he's moved up to New York City, where he's continued dating, and by his count, he went on 10 first dates this summer. It sounds like he's having a great time. He's been out to bars, of course, but also been on a lot of activity dates. He mentioned going on bike rides and going to gym classes with women, as well as taking long walks all over the city. But so far, none of his connections have gone beyond the third date. He did mention a certain excitement about being in a new place like New York that was reinvigorating his dating life. So talking to Craig and Alex has been fascinating for me to see how quickly people decide whether or not to move forward with someone. For Alex, that might be spending a minute with someone and moving on, craig might take a proverbial 30 and apparently i'm spending hours with people before i decide whether or not they're worth my time how long does it take you to decide whether or not you're really interested in someone let me know on twitter at lisa bonus and we'll catch you next time